this is John Walker from Cancer, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Maximum terror. Ah! That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. Do you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! This is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor, and I have one of my favorite people in death metal with me today. We've got uh, John from Cancer, and we're going to be talking about Maryland Death Fest. We're going to be talking about the new lineup, and we're also going to be talking about the amazing reissues that came out last year that I just am so happy to have. Um, John, how are you doing? Thank you for doing this today. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, it's a pleasure to do it, Vincent. Thank you so much for doing this, man. I'm such a huge fan of the band. Um, and just to jump right into this, um, you had some lineup changes recently. So, and you you put this awesome post on on the Facebook on Cancer's Facebook. Uh, could you kind of go through that for for our listeners here today? Yeah, the um, um, I've, I've had a lineup change. I've got a new bass player called Daniel McGanter. And he's from Madrid, and uh, he plays in uh, some groups, Eternal Storm. He also did some stuff with Liquid Graveyard. Okay. And uh, I've known him since 2012. 2012. Oh, oh wow. At the Summon the Dead Madrid Fest. <laughs> that's a, that's a, quite some time already, and uh, he's kind of got himself in. He introduced me to... Um, um, a drummer called Gabriel Balcathar, who's half American, half Spanish, and he plays, you know, in uh, a group called Wormed, and he was very interested in, in doing this, and uh, we had some, uh, we got together and uh, had some auditioning, and um, I'm, I'm happy to say we've got this this lineup, so and uh, we're looking forward. To getting out and playing. Wormed is a really good band. <laughs> I didn't know that's where he was from. That's awesome. Um, I'm very familiar with Wormed. Yeah. Um, yeah, that sounds like a hell of a lineup. And then you guys are going to be doing Maryland Death Fest. Um, have you done Maryland Death? So this this will be you've done Maryland before, I believe, haven't you? Yeah, we've done it. Before we did it once before when uh, uh, we reformed with some reissues coming out, not these reissues, but the the, cy- the cyclone ones. Yeah, yeah, right. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, that's exciting. I mean, it's got to be people have got to be stoked about that. When you're doing a set list for Maryland, is that hard to do picking from the albums uh, that you do? Because Shadow Gripped was a great album as well. Is it hard to go through that stuff, or is it pretty easy at this point? Well, I mean, um, we're going we're gonna, to um, have rehearsals with this, 
songs. The problem is, is the order. What order to put them in? Sure. And uh, you know, with a, and we need a fresh order, really. Uh, so that, you know, we don't play something that is exactly what was, what was recorded and put out on the internet uh, three years ago. So uh, yeah, we, we're going to go through the songs and then see which ones we can link together and which ones you know we can uh, um, play at our potential. But uh, it's interesting you say that because a good set is, you know, when to, you know, to, to keep on the pulse. Sure. You know, and not, you know, and not, uh, you know, let it go off in, in, you know, in the wrong direction. So if you understand oh, that, abs- yeah. that type of thing. You know, sure, absolutely. Um, and as far as, um, are you all going to be doing any other shows besides Maryland, or is Maryland the, the one right now? Or are you going to be doing any other festivals this year? Or? I think we've got a few, yeah. We've got a couple of festivals. Um, uh, there's one in England. Okay. Playing. And, uh, but, uh, I mean, at the moment, we, as you say, we're stoked for getting, getting into Maryland and rocking. Absolutely. That's the, uh, you know, get a, get a ball, kick the ball again, you know, get, get it working again, you know. Yeah. Too long, too long with nothing, you know, because of the COVID thing. So, we come back with a, you know, with some heads down metal. Absolutely, absolutely. That's the idea. Yeah, yeah. Are, is it fun for you to get to see some of your friends, like some of the bands you probably don't get to see in a while? Right. Sometimes I don't, you know, fully recognise them, but you know, <laughs> so but, you know, usually pretty people are pretty chilled out. You know, it's always a pleasure. I saw um, was it uh, Malevolent Creation? I met them. It was after years and years and years. And I saw Phil and Brett, and uh, you know, they're great guys. Absolutely fantastic. You know, going in the bar with them, having a few beers and. You know, that's awesome. Getting, getting, the, getting the information off, you know. So well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's always exciting. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I wanted to talk to you about these the uh, reissues that you put out last year. They're so awesome. Uh, and just to start with uh, to the gory end. One, just to have these where you don't have to, you know, go on fucking eBay or, or wherever else to find them. But the reissues of these are so nice. They've got these really nice slip covers. Um, I bought the CDs. I haven't got the vinyl, but the CDs are fucking awesome. And then uh, the Death Shall Rise one's really awesome because it's got the the live show with it. Um, and yeah, the uh, uh, Sins of Mankind. It sounds awesome. It looks great. The packaging's awesome. So we'll just jump into the uh, to the gory end. Um, when they put those out, did they come for you to to you for the extra stuff to put on these CDs or and the and the vinyl? Okay. Um, this was this was done before with the uh, with, with the um, the previous guys. Sure. So it was all it was quite a shock to me to see them there as well. But uh, um, you know, it's always good to have extra 
extra bonus bonus things. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know that uh, uh, live recording still existed. Right, yeah. So, uh, I was quite surprised with that as, as well. <laughs> so, I know there's um, um, there's live uh, at the Milwaukee Metal Fest the live death album where Cancer had two songs there was Exorder uh, Suffocation I think and Malevolent Creation and you know I haven't seen that for a long time you know I haven't seen that I haven't seen that for years <laughs> so but uh, this live one on uh, Death Shall Rise I was, I was quite surprised as well so yeah it was really cool um that record, because uh, To the Glory End is so just over the top and stuff, uh, Death Shall Rise, I mean, James Murphy's guitar work on it, and your guitar, it's such a, it's such a fucking classic album. Um, I really, really, really like the way, and they, these sound better to me, these reissues, than, I've got the Cyclone ones too, these sound a lot better, I think. Like the other ones, it just kind of seemed yeah. like they ported them. Not that that's a bad thing, I mean, I don't have to have something, you know, but but I'm just saying these sound really, really good. They're really nice. Um, and for you guys listening uh, out there in the UK or the US, you can get them off Amazon.com. That's where I got mine. Um, they're fucking awesome. They sound so good. Um, Sins of Mankind, man, it, it really sounds good. I was listening to that one in the car last night. Man, it sounds fucking great. That's such a great album. I think a lot of people overlook that album. It's so good. Um, but for me, it was cool to go back and listen to... Uh, um, to the gory end because I hadn't physically owned it in so long. Like I didn't get that cyclone when I think it was gone before I could get it. So to get a copy of that, it's fucking awesome just to have that again and all the the cool photos and the the, the remastering and everything. So, um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, did you when you all played Milwaukee? Was that Death Shall Rise or was that To the Gory End? Death Shall Rise. Death Shall Rise. Yeah. First time. First. Yeah, first time we played Milwaukee Metal Fest was with James Murphy and uh, uh, Sepultura and IT. Wow, that's awesome. As well. <laughs> so, and yeah, it's it uh, Deicide, Cannibal Corpse. Yes. Yep. That's awesome. And, it's, uh, yeah, it a, yeah, it was fantastic. That's, that's, that's amazing. Um, yeah, Scott Burns did the same. Oh, dude! Really? He did it live for you? He did the he did the live sound. I think he was. Um, I think they employed you know the Deicide employed him or someone. I I can't remember who. I think it was Deicide. That's amazing. But, uh, he was there. He was, he was on the airplane. <laughs> so we we met up with James, you know, and uh, rehearsed with him in Florida in the heat. And then we all got the uh, the aeroplane uh, to, to, to Milwaukee, and he was on there. You know, so That's awesome. <laughs> it's curious, that. You know. Anyway, he said he'd do his Yeah. Sure, sure. How did Scott Burns uh, live sang. Did, did Scott just produce Death Shall Rise? Was that the only one that he did? Oh, he did that. Okay, so he did do that one. Okay, yeah, it sounds. I was curious because I. Oh, yeah. Okay, 
So what was the first time when you guys went to record with him, what was that like? Did, did you all record that in Florida to the gory end? No, we actually recorded it in Wales. Oh, okay. In Osk. Which is in the middle of nowhere. So, I mean, you just, you're, you're isolated when you're there. And it was a pretty horrible winter, what I remember. And uh, so we were basically pulled up in this studio and we recorded it in four days. Oh, wow. Just four days. That's why it's, you know, raw. <laughs> it's great. It's so good. So basically, and uh, he came over and he, 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 he came to a rehearsal and, uh, you know, asked various questions and things like that. And we took him to the pub, you know, for some, for some drinks. And uh, then we went to the studio and it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was quite an experience. Quite for Scott, I think, as well. That's, that's amazing. So, yeah, you know, it's it been an experience for him. But the whole thing was mixed in uh, Florida. Okay. So it was recorded in, uh, in Wales. It was actually uh, mixed in Florida. That's so awesome. So and then uh, and it, <laughs> when it came to doing the Death Shall Rise, uh, Scott wanted us, well, we, we all went over and went to Morris Sound and um, he, he, he got me a guitar to use and an amplifier and everything, you know, he sorted out everything, you know, he was a really kind, uh, a good man, Scott Burns. Did, um, did Scott bring James in or did you all bring James in as a, as a member at that time? Ah, yeah. I did some leads on the record and, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think Scott was too impressed with them. They're a bit like uh, "Kill Your Cat" leads, <laughs> you know, strangling the cat leads. And uh, so, I mean, I was, I'd, I'd always come from that Tom Warrior type of way. Sure, of sure, sure, sure. Okay, I played the leads for a fair. Sure. I mean, that was, you know, that was June, ready for the rehearsal. 
mercy for the, the sins of mankind. Right. But the bit we did with James was, uh, uh, you know, it's good. Good stuff. Oh, yeah, it's great. He, I think, did, did you ever listen to uh, uh, Disincarnate that he did? Yeah, we talked with him. Really? Yeah, in North America. That's fucking yeah, awesome. That's, nice yeah. that's awesome. With Morgoth as well. Yeah. Really? That's amazing. That's all, that's yeah, so cool. That 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 record, man. That's I really I I mean his uh um excuse me um cause of death. That's my favorite obituary album because he's on it. Like um and then of course you know I, spiritual healing's my favorite death album. Um, I just I love his guitar playing, man. He's that, and actually, I had Chuck Billy on a couple weeks ago, and I don't think he was too thrilled to hear this, but I was like, "Testament Low" is my favorite album. Like I bought that thing because James Murphy was on, and I don't think he was too thrilled. But it's I it's it's fucking good. It's a it's a they were kind of going. It's still thrash, but it was kind of going in a death metal thing. And so I bought it because James was on the fucking album and did the tour. So you know, it was like. So yeah, so Death Shall Rise, man. It's just it's fun to listen to that uh, album again. It's it's so good, and like I said, the, the expanded thing with the concert and everything. It sounds so good, and the artwork and everything. It's just really, really, really nice. Um, it's really, really cool. Um, trying to think. So Sins of Mankind. Um, as far as the re the writing and recording process for that, when did you all start that? Like. When you were like, so De so Death Shall Rise is done. Was there a long wait between your writing process on that, or? Well, I mean, I think we did a couple of tours. I was this was back in the day when when you signed to a record label, they were you know constantly really saying, "Have you written any more songs? Have you done any more songs? Have you done any more songs?" <laughs> and, uh, so. Um, I think, I mean, they sent Rob Tennant's down, which was the A&R man for Final Solution in England, and he came to the pub with us, and he was uh, he was quite shocked to hear that we'd only got one or two songs. I, I don't know whether that was for the, the sins of mankind, but, you know, it was one of those, those things with that album, once we'd got... <laughs> the difficult thing was to go from this... Death shall rise of the touring, and then actually to you know start rehearsing and actually get a uh, you know songs for an album again. But right. once we'd got the ball rolling, the songs came, and um, so I mean, we, we used a different um, um, uh, producer for that one, right? Simon F, and uh, of course, we had the Barry Savage uh, guitarist from Bournemouth who came to. Uh, to play on the record as well, right? So, how did how did he come on board? Did he contact you, or did you all contact him? Or yeah, well, he was, I, um, after James gone left, I should say by English. After James left, um, we put an advert out, and uh, he got in contact through an advert, and uh, he came up to Telford, which is where I was living, where we were all living at the time and uh, had an audition for the band and, and uh, I remember playing um, a couple of songs from the Sins of Mankind to show him what direction 
the group was going in the rehearsal. So, uh, and he, he, he joined, you know, he joined the group and we did a tour with Deerside, North America, six-week six tour, all over North America and into Canada. Right. And then came back and uh, before, before we had a chance to, you know, uh, rest, we <laughs> were back in the studio recording The Sins of Mankind. And uh, that again was in, that was in Wrexham in Wales. Okay. Another Welsh recording. Uh, it's I love that record. It's been a minute since I've listened to it. Um, it's I was listening to it last night. The production's really good on it, and the songwriting's fucking killer. But the the remaster it sounds great. It sounds so good. I was listening to it. It's such a such a great album. Um, I feel like a, lo a lot of people probably have overlooked that album. I really, really like it, man. It's 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 a solid album. It's a great cancer album. Um, do you, as far as like the artwork and stuff on that album, what what was the? I always wanted to ask you this. I don't think I've ever got to. I'm pretty sure I didn't the last time we get to talk. But um, as far as the artwork, what was the? Um, the artist and were you involved in any of the artwork on that one on on Sins of Mankind? Okay. I don't remember who painted it. <laughs> I don't. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> it's a classical painting. Well, oh, it's yeah, it's awesome. But the yeah, you got the um, the junior Tomlin bit, so you got this kind of other bit in the inside, right? Which has got the uh, the, the cancer face in the in the stonework. That was done by the man, the same guy. Who painted the Death Shall Rise? Really? Uh, yes, Junior Tomlin, his name is. And uh, yeah, so uh, but uh, we wanted a classical uh, cover at the time. Yeah, it was, um, it was a departure for the group um, because um, we recorded it with um, kind of. Bit more of the, uh, the the Gibson Flying V right. guitar sound. We tried to get that uh, kind of cutting guitars on it. And uh, when the final, when the album finally came out, I think I, I, I did an interview with uh, I think it was Raw magazine at the time, which is completely defunct now. But and they said, "Oh, you did a an eighties thrash album." <laughs> Right. You know, for us anyway, you know, it's like, it's quite strange really at the time. So, you could be right there, Vincent, you could be right. The, the uh, it was a bit overlooked. Oh, it's, it's such a great, it really is, man. That album is, it, it's solid, man. Every track on it. And that's my favorite thing about listening to a Cancer album, because, I mean, even when I was growing up as a teenager, like when I got, like Death Shall Rise or what? Like the whole fucking record's great. It's not like you're listening to tracks off of it, you know. Like, and that was what I loved about Cancer because um, you all felt like you were still part of like the Florida thing, even though me growing up in Florida, like you know, Deicide, Morbid Angel, 
you know, Cannibal was a transplant, and of course, Suffocations from New York. I love all those bands, but I love because you guys still sounded like you were from, like you had the whole. I guess, if you will, there's, I guess, maybe some kind of napalm thing in the background, maybe, or carcass, but uh, cancer still sounds like cancer, and you still sounded, I, I loved it, because you, to me, which is the highest praise I can give you guys, I hope it's not insulting, like, you guys sounded like a Florida-based death metal band, which I fucking loved, because I thought you were, you know, because me, as a, as a teen, I was like, I don't know where these guys, and then I was like, oh, they're from England, it's fucking awesome, so, I always love that. Marketed it a bit more than we <laughs> yeah. sold a few more copies as well. But, that would have been nice. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you something. When we, you know, when we were growing up and we were listening to bands like Venom, you know, and uh, you know, even bands like Destruction, Bathory, Celtic Frost. Uh, remember the Slayer, you know, doing Raining Blood. Do you remember that? Sure. Every single song. It doesn't let it doesn't let you stop, you know. You, right. It doesn't give you a moment rest, does it? It's like every single song is perfectly uh, followed by the next one. Sure, sure. And I think that's what you try and get with the with with these type of albums. Try, try and get a flow, so you hit with each song, and uh, there's no real kind of like down moment, you know, in that in that respect. But I think Slack. Raining Blood was the game changer, you know, when it came to the uh, sure that, that early that early metal of uh, thrash metal, death metal, you know. Oh yeah, that album's so, so like good. Every single song. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I I remember, like right before, um, to the Gorian came out, and some like some of my other favorite albums came out, like the the first Deicide album or. Excuse me. Um, Altars of Madness by Morbid Angel. Any any of those records, like I remember, um, or even the first Malevolent album. Like I remember all of that stuff when it was starting to like, like the stuff I was listening to was kind of leaning towards what what I I personally felt would be death metal. And it's funny that you brought up Destruction because I always felt like them and Creator. Not that I didn't like American stuff like Slayer or Testament and stuff like that, but I felt like Creator and Destruction were just a little bit nastier, you know, the Teutonic stuff. <laughs> yeah. They were, they were um, uh, on tour, weren't they, with Slayer, Destruction, you know. That's awesome. Uh, they went on tour with them, but yeah, I mean... I know, Destruction went kind of classical, didn't they? Yeah. Point. And then, uh, you know, it, uh, I, they got the new band now. And, uh, you know, I, I always quite like Destruction. Oh, I, I do too. Yeah. I still love the riffs, you know. Oh, they're, I, they're great. We've had Schmier on a few times. He's a great dude, man. Those guys are super cool. I I love him. He's so nice. But that band's they're great. Like I said, I always like Cre Creator and Destruction and Sodom. I like I think all three of those bands are fucking great. Um, but like I said, that and that predates like me buying like other stuff. But I mean, even Corner. I don't know if you ever like Corner. I love Corner. I thought Corner was more death metal they're labeled more like thrash stuff but I mean Ron's vocals were always really just like Bleh, you know just kind of nasty and it it, yeah. it felt like it was like a hybrid of what would kind of become death metal and like um I like I like Corona when they went when they used the didgeridoos 
Do you remember the didgeridoo? Yeah. Green. Yeah. And uh, yeah, some of, uh, I mean, some of the stuff on that record is is, is mind blowing. Yeah. It really is. You know. It's great. Great, great, great music. It's good stuff. Yeah. And you're going to be playing with them at the Maryland Death Fest, so that's cool. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of bands, and I was going to ask you this, as far as like when you guys were, you know, like To the Gory End and, and Death Shall Rise, did you like a lot of the the European death metal stuff or were you more into like DSI and Morbid Angel and Malevolent and stuff like that, Suffocation? Were you more in, into the American stuff or did you like like Entombed and Dismember and all that stuff? Were you into that stuff too or was it just more the American stuff or... It's funny because, um, you know, we, we, like I say, we grew up listening to Venom sure. and uh, Celtic Frost and stuff. And uh, we got into the American stuff um, the more it got imported. Sure. So, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, Possessed. Do you remember Possessed? I love Possessed. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that was one. Seven Churches. That's, that's a fucking great Street. album. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't like we were listening to one thing and not the other. We were listening to both. Sure. It was very expensive at the time, so we had to buy records. So it was quite expensive. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I think um, it was that, it was that, um, a bit of both, really. A bit of both. So, I mean, the, uh, um, like I say, I mean, we started with with the European stuff, and then went over to the American, and back to the European, sure, stuff, the sure. American stuff. So, you know, I mean, Ven- Ven- Venom's great. I, lo- I love Venom. I I just meant around like the nineties, because like Entombed, that Left Hand Path album, like I loved that, and then they just lost me. Like after that album, I was like, and a lot of European bands I've had on the podcast. You know they really love Entombed, and I was like, I mean, I like Left Hand Path, but anything after that, I they kind of just lost me as a band. Like, I like that one record. I remember buying that on cassette, and I loved it. But then, like, they kind of lost me. Whereas Dismember, who also is at Maryland Death Fest, I love them. They were always my favorite, like European death metal band. Because a lot of the a lot of the stuff that was out, I didn't really relate to it as much. But like, you know, and then loved you guys. Uh, Carcass I was never into. I know that's kind of weird, but I just never got into them. They were just, I don't know, I just didn't like them. Napalm I liked. Um, but, I don't know, I guess I was growing up in Florida, you know, because I, I remember being at, like, the supermarket and, like, Glenn Benton walking out of it, and I was, like, 14 years old, and I was scared to death of him. He's just yeah. in there buying groceries, and I was like, oh, shit, you know, like, because they terrified me. Like, I loved him growing up, like I still do, but like, I was just so scared of him. So like, when I met him a few years ago, it was so funny. I'm like scared to death in the picture. Cause I interviewed Steve and, and like we got done with the interview and Glenn was just kind of like, Hey, you know, I was just like, Oh shit. Like I was still just kind of, <laughs> it's just funny, you know, but, but yeah, but I mean, a lot of this stuff, I was just curious, like, cause, um, I know so many people when I ask like what, like influence was and obviously Celtic Frost is a great band, um, uh, but yeah, it's you're all sound to me. You all don't sound like anybody. That's what I love about Cancer. Cancer just sounds like Cancer. Like it's it's its own thing. It's death metal. It's in your face. It's punching you in the teeth, and then and that's what was so cool about revisiting some of these albums because even like 
to go back to Sins of Mankind, it's such a, it really is, it's such a great album. Um, and it's so, it's, it still sounds like Cancer, but it's kind of a departure from, you know, Death Shall Rise. And then you go to, like, Shadow Gripped. Man, that album is fucking fantastic. And that's the last time we talked was when you'd put that out. And then, of course, the Ball Cutter EP, that was, that was fun, you know. So I'm excited to see what you do with this new lineup. Are you are you planning on doing like new material with the new band or? Yeah, yeah. As soon as we've got the um, uh, some rehearsals under our belt, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit them with some new songs. So amazing. Uh, quite Thanks to the COVID. You're <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, much else happening. So uh, I've got some I've got some new songs to be. Uh, to be playing with them, and uh, yeah, they rip your head off. At the oh, I, I can't, I can't wait. I'm telling you, man, Shadow Grip ripped my head off. I mean, dude, I remember that was the last time we talked and did an interview together. You were kind enough to do it, like you were this time. So thank you so much. I'm so appreciative of this. And it, Shadow Grip is a fucking. That was my favorite album that came out that year. That was such a fucking great album, man. It's so good. Um, for you to just be able to conjure this stuff up still, because I feel like a lot of bands have kind of lost their edge as far as like extreme death metal stuff. And man, Cancer hasn't missed a beat. And I can't thank you enough as a fan for that, John. Because I mean, you guys still just punch me right in the face. You know, like I listen to the album and I'm just like, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Oh yeah, it's it's fabulous. Um, as far as uh, recording do you already have it now will you get the guys together and you guys are going to record in the same spot or are y'all going to do more of like what other bands where you just send stuff to each other and just kind of go back and forth with it or well i mean what i want to do is uh, like i say get get rehearsing with these guys right so i've basically got the, the outline of songs i've got i've got the the riffs i've got the lyrics but i want to get uh, rehearsing rehearsing with them and uh, playing about with it, you know. It's amazing. If there's any mistakes and things like that, it's usually the the the, the opportunity to uh, you know to to work the idea more. So this is what I'm looking forward to doing. So and, uh, so exciting. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no impacts. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> with the new stuff, there's no impacts. <laughs> It's amazing. Um, so you got Maryland coming up, and then where else are you guys going to... Are you doing Maryland first and then doing some of like the summer stuff in Europe, or...? Yeah, I think we've got, all I know is we've got one in, um, in England, uh, although there's other, things, there's other things booked. So, um, yeah, what I'm going to do is... Because uh, I haven't really been looking at the page, so... <laughs> get me, get me head round to, to, to sorting out what we've got to do in Maryland, and then uh, you know I've got this thing in. I know I've got one in uh, in England to do. Uh, I think that's with Hellhammer. Oh, that's awesome! I can't remember the name of it, but promoter's going to kill me. Well, no, let's see. I, I can see if I can find it here real quick. Hold on. Let's see. You said it's in England. Yeah. Okay. Let's see if I can find it here for us. Let's see what we got here. All right. 
There we go. I think I can find it right here. Yeah, that's exciting. I mean, the Maryland thing, it, it, I wanted to talk to you about this while I'm looking this up for you. Um, so this is, the, I don't know if you, I'm sure someone's told you, this is the last year they're doing Maryland, I guess. Yeah, I was told. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. pretty weird, isn't it? I, I, I've never got to go, so. It's cool yeah. It's cool that you're all a part of that, though, it being the last year and all. Yeah, it's sad. I well, like I said, Milwaukee. I went to once, and I loved it. But I never got to go to the Maryland thing. It's May's always kind of a hard time for me to get away. So, plus it's a fucking haul from Florida to get to Baltimore. You know, I wish I could, but it's just something where it's just not the easiest thing in the world for me to do. Is just to kind of hop on a plane, which I don't know. I've got so many fucking health problems. I have to be careful everywhere I go, John. <laughs> I mean, it's just like living in a bubble. <laughs> Let's see what we got here. I think I can find this. So there's Maryland. Um, and then... Uh, let's see. Find it here. Is it monolith? Is it that? I think so, yeah. Does that sound right? Let's pull this up here. <laughs> hey, I, like I said, I'm I'm sorry that I didn't. I should have been. But yeah, so July 29th and 30th, uh, Cypress Avenue, Monolith 3 Festival. So, and this is... Uh, this is Yeah, so this is festival. Let's see, Cypress Avenue. Hmm. Yeah, this is this has got to be this. This has to be the because I don't know England though. Like that's going to be more your territory, but yeah, yeah. So this is the monolith. This is cool, man. They've got some great bands on here. Hates on that bill. There's some great stuff on this bill. Cancer's on the bill, which is awesome. So this is, yeah, this is cool, man. So you've got that one too. Yeah, man, I, like I said, I, I wish you all the best. I, th I think uh, you guys will just kick ass at Maryland and this monolith thing. This is really cool. Um, and of course, everybody listening, you can go to the uh, Cancer Official Band Facebook page and uh, there's all kinds of awesome stuff on here. Um, but yeah, man, this the reissues are fucking awesome. Like, I, I'm so happy that you decided to do those. It's fucking great. They, they sound killer. Um, those were all done. Of course, if you guys are wondering, they were done by Peaceville uh, Records, and uh, there's uh, limited vinyls, and of course, the rest are on CD as, as well. They're, they fucking sound killer. Um, I'm so excited to, to uh, see you guys with this new lineup, too, John. I mean, it looks like you've got a kick-ass lineup with these guys. It's fucking great. Um, and then Maryland, God, there's so much. God, there's so many great bands on this. You're going to see all kinds of people you haven't seen in a while. <laughs> There's some great bands yeah. on here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is this is wild. There's some cool stuff on here. There really is. Um, so they're blowing it out. This is the last year they're doing it. They're they're kicking everybody in the nuts. It's a it's a it's a hell of a fucking bill for this. Um, 
As far as like, do you ever want to do like a U.S. tour again when you get this lineup and another album out? I would love to see. That way, maybe I could get to see you, but some other folks could. Because going to a festival is a bitch for me, but I wish I could. But Yeah. Would you ever want to do that? Would you ever want to do like a small tour? Or? Yeah, a small tour. A small tour would be okay, you know, for me. And, uh, you know, it's a, kind of a staying like one area to tour. Sure. <laughs> the, uh, the, the idea of the six or seven weeks, you know, I'd have to, I'd have to get into, you know, into some kind of training routine to get sure. for that. Sure. <laughs> I'll be able to, you know, top up my medical insurance. <laughs> You're right. I understand, dude. Weeks, you know. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to, basically, we're going to do is, you know, we're, we're rehearsing, we're going to play these festivals, and we're going to see how it goes and uh, take it from there and, uh, you know, focus on, you know, making it, making it kick ass, like you say. And uh, you know, having a good time doing it—that's the—that's the basic thing. Like I said, I've got new new songs. We've got a lot of lot of new stuff. You know, lots of stuff to do uh, to get the you know get it, get the ball rolling again. You know, there's been too too long with the COVID. Yeah, absolutely. Too much inactivity, and uh, you know, it's time to hit back now. That's the thing. You guys have, man. Uh, like I said, the reissues are available for through Peaceville. There's vinyl. There's CDs. They're playing Maryland Death Fest. They're also playing this really awesome festival in England. This is so cool, man. There's a lot of really cool stuff on this as well in July. And then uh, working on new stuff. You got the new band members. I'm so excited for you, man. It's so awesome. It's exciting for me as a cancer fan. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's exciting for me as well. You know, to you know to to, to keep it going and. Absolutely, so, man. It's it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, I'm just glad you that you did because just keeping the band going is exciting, man. Because like I said, Shadow Grip was such a fucking kick ass album. Um, I'm excited that you're going to continue the band. It's fucking awesome because it's that was such a great yeah. album. So yeah, well, I was I wasn't I wasn't ready to you know to hand, you know throw the towel in. I just wasn't. So you know, and, uh, obviously, thing when there's lineup changes. Who, who do I get to, you know, to, sure. to come in and play? Sure. And uh, I'm, I'm quite, I'm, I'm, I'm quite thankful that uh, with the results, really, you know, I just can't wait to get out and get playing. It's the thing, get, you know, get it, get it happening again. Absolutely, man. Well, I, I'm, I'm so excited for 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 you and and for all of us that are fans of the band. It's it's so cool that. You've got this new lineup, and you guys are going to be doing shows. You got a new album coming, and everything. Just the whole process, the writing process. You guys are doing some session stuff and jamming. It's fucking awesome. It's so exciting. Um, and thank you, uh, as a longtime fan, for keeping the band going, man. I'm, I'm really excited because, like I said, when when I got Shadow Grip, because I always physically bought. I remember listening to that thing. I was like, God damn! Like he's <laughs> it just it, the 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 nightmare isn't over. It's just like. Yeah, it was just like getting kicked in the balls. It's like it's the, getting punched in the mouth. It's just the so cool that you're still writing this stuff and doing it after all this time. And I, I love the band. I've always loved the band. And uh, thank you so much for doing this. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, 
Sure, sure. Are you wanting uh, modern stuff or some old stuff? Or well, I, I was thinking about some old stuff. Sure, sure. Uh, I'll tell you one I revisited recently. Um, Alligator. Did you ever watch Alligator? Yeah, I saw Alligator. Yes. <laughs> wow. Good God. I pick, I picked that up. They put a 4K disc of that out, so I picked that up, and it's. All right. It's fucking awesome. It's like loaded with... And I hadn't watched it in years. I mean, it's kind of campy, but it's... I'll tell you the funniest thing about that movie that I never knew. Brian Cranston, like the like A-list actor, he's like a makeup special effects guy on that film. He was like operating the crocodile as like one of his first gigs. So he's... They have like a whole documentary with him on there. I'm like, why the fuck is Brian Cranston on this? And he was like operating the, the, the alligator. Like he was like one of the, the stuntmen moving the fake alligator to eat people and stuff. So... So that was cool. Um, and then I picked up... Uh, they put... Um, Prince of Darkness, the John Carpenter movie out in 4K. I picked that up recently. Um, I picked up They Live. They put that out in 4K recently. I've started buying 4K discs because i got a PlayStation 5, so I've been buying 4K stuff instead of Blu-ray now. Uh, the Howling. I got the original Howling in 4K. I picked up... A, yeah, Patrick McNee, man. I hadn't watched that in fucking forever. It's such. It's so much fun. Um, I was always more of an American werewolf in London guy, but I, I like The Howling. The Howling's fun. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm trying to think. Uh, they're putting because this has never existed on Blu-ray, so they're putting the original Rugger Hauer, the Hitcher, out on 4K. Oh wow! Yeah, so I'm going to pick wow, that's that up. A, that's a, that's a film, isn't it? <laughs> you know, did, did you ever see the remake of it from like 2002? No, I didn't. It's good. It's got. Um, God, what's his name? I always forget his name. He dies in like everything he's in. Hold on. Uh, let's see. Sean Bean is the hitcher in the remake. It's actually really good. It's a lot gorier than the Rugger Howard. I mean, I love the Rugger Howard one, but the, the remake's actually pretty good. Um, I, always, I always liked it. It's from 2002, yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to think. I watched... Uh, what was the last thing that I just watched? Um, do you have the... Can you get the Paramount Plus app over there? Sorry? Paramount Plus. It's like an app. Um, I haven't got it. I didn't know if you could get it. It's, it's dirt cheap over here. I don't know how expensive it is over there, but like a lot of their catalog stuff's on there, like a bunch of the Friday the 13th movies are on there, which is awesome. And then like Rosemary's Baby, I watched it the other night. It was on there, which I... I don't know. I never really liked that movie, but it's okay. I don't know. It's just kind of weird. It's not really my kind of thing, but I tried to sit through that. Um, as far as like, you know, as far as like newer stuff, I tried to sit through that Scream remake. I don't even like the original Scream movies. I thought they were stupid. So like, I was trying to watch that the other night. And I'm just like, I just don't like this. And all my friends that are like younger than me, they're like, you don't like Scream? I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> Wow, man. I mean, it's not quite the 
same as Roddy Piper in They Live, is it? <laughs> no, know? it's not. <laughs> 4K, you know. Right. It just um, doesn't. It just doesn't get the job done, you know. But do you, what's your favorite? What's your favorite Carpenter film? Well, Halloween. Oh yeah, it's so good. Halloween. Halloween. I like Halloween too, as well. Oh, it's well, great. I don't think he directed that, did he? No, he. He no, I, the and they switch Michaels in that one too. Dick Warlock plays Michael Myers in that, so they kind of did like a whole changing of the guard thing. Um, uh, yeah, Halloween Two is a great movie. I always liked it. I like it. Yeah, I a bit, you know, the hospital. Yeah, you know, the place. To, yeah, it's great. <laughs> he 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 melts that nurse in that hot tub. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like I like Halloween too. I must admit, he, he wrote Sam Hain in Blood on the Wall, didn't he? Yep. You know, which is, it's great. You know, have, have you have you watched those? Movies. Have you watched the newer Halloween movies that they did? Um, no, I haven't. Now they're not they're not that great, but they're very gory. So the the and it's it's practical effects. Like, this one chick gets killed with a... This is pretty gnarly. She gets killed with a broken fluorescent tube light. Like, just right in the... It's, you should watch it. It's, there's, it's Halloween and Halloween Kills. They're, they're, I mean, I, for, the, for the gore alone, it's pretty entertaining. And the weird thing, to give you kind of... Like, not to, to tell you the movie, but kind of give you an idea. Both films, all he's trying to do is get back in the Myers house. But he kills fucking everybody that gets in his way. He's just trying to get back into the house. They've not explained it because the third film comes out this Halloween, but he's just running around fucking killing everybody trying to get back into his house. He gets out of the asylum, kills a bunch of people. Then the second film, he's killing a bunch of people to get back to the asylum. Or, excuse me, got out of this trying to get back to his actual, to the Myers house. And then he's just hanging out in there, and that's how it ends. It's really weird. But it's very gory. Like I wasn't super crazy about it, but the the makeup effects in it, like I said, the my favorite kill it he kills a bunch of firemen in it with like a fireman's axe. Like it's <laughs> it's just it's, <laughs> it's it's pretty it's I mean it's pretty fun, um I, I thought. Um and then I don't know if you know about this, so like Blumhouse that does a lot of like they did those Halloween movies, that production company, they're doing a sequel to The Exorcist that's got a lot of the original cast that's still alive in it, and it's supposed to come out next year. I guess they're filming it right now. I'm kind of interested in it, just because I can't believe that they got... I mean, like, the mom's coming back. Like, I didn't even know she was still alive. Like, they're bringing her back. Like, I, I don't know. And when they do stuff like this, it usually makes me want to puke. But I, I try to kind of keep an open mind about it if I end up liking it. But, I mean, the original film still is one of my favorites. I don't know if you like the original Exorcist, but it's one of my favorites. I love the third one, too. Yeah. Well, Down, down the Steps is about the Exorcist. Dude, it, that is like the, that is the best. That's so... You know, if you ever can get up there... I haven't got to get there yet, but the actual original steps from the film, right? You can go there. It's a landmark now, and you can take, like, pictures on it. Yeah, I haven't got to go up there. I think it's in Georgetown, um, but I've never got to go there. The fucking the fucking stairs are there though. Like you can hang out on them and take your picture on them and all this. Stuff. I think it would be so cool. But yeah, I'd love to visit 
see that. Oh, it would be amazing. You all should go there and do band photos. That would be the shit. <laughs> on, the on the steps. On the steps. Falling down the steps. <laughs> yeah. It would be amazing. The was about that song, you know, is the, the, the whole point from where the, the uh, detective got into the, uh, into the story. And he was basically there just to... Uh, investigate the death of this priest who went down, right. you know, neck first down the steps, you know. So, so I thought that was quite, a, 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 you know, it was an interesting part of the film, that, you know. Yeah, the third one with George C. Scott was an interesting one as well, wasn't it? With the uh, the, the face changing in the cell. Yeah. It's like, what's going on here? Man, the the, the the scene with the in the with the shears, with the the, the like. Yeah, yeah, across the, across the ceiling. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, puts the puts the chill up your back, doesn't it? Oh, it's <laughs> it's so it's so awesome. Uh, Scream Factory, this company over here, put a Blu-ray of that out of Exorcist Three, and the second mm -hmm. disc was a bunch it was a different cut of the film and it was just called legion it wasn't even called exorcist anything it was just called legion okay and it it shaves about 30 minutes of the film off and it's got more scenes with Brad Dorif in it as opposed to him switching back and forth you know it it's more just it's just Brad Dorif and George C Scott is basically just like it's it's weird as shit. Like it's a really I, I have to let you watch it someday, dude. It's so fucked up. Like it's a, it's a completely. I think you'd like it. The film's shorter, but it's a little gorier, and it's shot with like I'm not even sure what it is. It's like they piece together like this real to real shit. Like it doesn't look good, but God, it's effective. It's so fucked up. Like it's it's like a different take on that film, and it was done by the the, the it was the I guess the director's original vision of it, and the studio was like, you can't fucking put this out. Like it's too crazy, because um, the ending's different and and whatnot. And then, so you go and watch the theatrical one. That one, like, it's totally different experience. It's really weird. And they did the same thing with uh, Exorcist too. So I've never really liked that movie, but the 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 weird cut of it that they have on the second disc, it's a total different experience. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's the Heretic or whatever. It's a strange one, isn't it? The Heretic. It is. Um, I remember seeing the Heretic. For quite some time, I mean, it was um, you know a popular film in England. That one, really, the Heretic. I didn't know that. Well, it had Richard Burton in it. Oh, sure, sure, uh, sure. Richard Burton was a, a prominent Welsh ac actor who married Elizabeth Taylor. So, you know, <laughs> what's this guy doing in this psychological horror? You know, because obviously, the first film, you know, the, I mean, the director. I can't remember his name, but he did the uh, French Connection with Gene yes. Hackman. Yeah, that's a fucking killer film. That's a great, it's a great, a great movie. As well. so yep. the director has got you know he should be doing them. You know anything The Exorcist get that man to do them. You know, I agree with you. <clears throat> I don't. There was um, the TV show The Exorcist, which is on like if you've got Hulu. It only ran like I think like a couple seasons. It was really interesting. I didn't think I would like it, and it was kind of like a every season they would be dealing with like one case, and it's not like the greatest thing in the world. But I thought it was kind of interesting. 
you know, it's it's kind of lackluster. But we'll see what they do with this new thing. I don't know. I, I mean, Blumhouse generally puts out some interesting stuff. If you haven't had a chance to watch this, I can recommend a movie for you to watch. It's it's really stupid, but it's just called Freaky, and it's got Vince Vaughn in it. And so so Vince Vaughn is this serial murderer, like super gory, super killer guy. And he ends up in the body of this teenage girl, and the teenage girl ends up in his body, and it's just, it's fucking, it's, like I said, it's stupid, but you, you should check it out. It's, it's my favorite thing Blumhouse has done. It's like the only, like, modern horror movie that I really thought was really funny, but it's, like I said, it's, it's silly because he gets, he ends up getting in her body, so she's running around doing all the killing, and then Vince Vaughn's running around like a teenage girl in it. It's just stu- it's it's silly, but it it's very gory, and it's just yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good it's a pretty good one. So that's something for you to check out there. But dude, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It's so fun to catch up with you again. I really appreciate you doing this. No, no, no problem, no problem at all. So yeah, it's amazing, man. I'm saying good luck with everything. Like you've got all this awesome stuff, the reissues, and then. The new band, and then you guys are doing some shows. It's fucking awesome, man. I, I wish you all the best. I hope you can come back on and do this again sometime. Yeah, yeah. We should do the um, do a top ten uh, horror film presentation. Let's do it. Expose day. That's what we should do. Let's do it. So I love I love horror films and gore films, and to be honest, uh, you know, they. If you, I can, I can find more things to talk about with them. Really. Absolutely. So yeah, we like, can totally do that. Songs about horror films and things like that. Let's do it, man. We'll do it. We'll set, we'll you come up with your list, I'll come up with mine and we'll do one. Yeah, the top 10. So you can have your separate John Carpenter list as well. Yeah. You know. That would be incredible. We should we should absolutely do that. I would love to do that. Yeah. He did some. He did quite a lot of films, didn't he, John Carpenter? Oh yeah. I was thinking about it. Yeah. He did the thing. Yeah. Which I thought was a good film. Oh, it's a great movie. You know, There's the fog. Oh, I love the I love the fog. You know the the pirate, um, the main pirate in the fog, is is uh, it's Captain Blake, but it's played by Rob Bottin, the special makeup effects guy that did. <laughs> fucking Terminator and Robocop and fuck that's him he's he's Captain Blake it's pretty awesome he got a job because he was there yeah so he did you need somebody to play the, the pirate <laughs> it's, it's, play it. <laughs> that's exactly what they did it's fucking killer that's John Carpenter that is isn't it because he would use um, you know people he, he, he would use people who, who were in his crew as doing other things as well so they'd like you know people doing the catering as well as doing the makeup and things like that. Absolutely. That's why he kept the the cost down. (laughs) Classic John Carpenter. So good. I love uh, a lot of, one of his that a lot of people I don't think realize is even him. I love Big Trouble in Little China. (laughs) That's a great movie. Egg Fu Yong. Egg Fu Wong. Yeah, it's, it's so good, man. It's such a yeah. such a fucking awesome movie. I love that movie. Um, In the Mouth of Madness, I think was the last really good movie that he did. That's crazy, isn't it? That that movie's that's, fucking nuts. Like, in the in the in the paranoid shadow gripped 
perspective on life, you could you could use that film as a, as the expose for how <laughs> propaganda media work. You know, absolutely. Write the story as they go along, or it's been pre-written. You know, so yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's so good. Yeah, that's the stuff, isn't it? That it is. That's a that's a that's a that's a really good one, and I. One that I keep going back to of his, um, I don't, I don't know. I love Escape from New York. That movie just fucking yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell and Donald Pleasance. Oh, well. it's so, it's so good. Lee Van Cleef. It's so it's so good. Um, that was the Into the Mouth of Madness. Had Sam Neill. Yeah, he didn't he? He was the yep. Damien in yep. the third in the third Omen. Yeah. That's my favorite yeah, Omen movie is the third yeah. one. I love the third Omen movie. Everybody, I mean, fucking Sam Neill's terrifying in that movie. Um, I love yeah, it. It's so he's good. A, he's a baby murderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damien, <laughs> crossing the line there. You know? It's so good. Such a, such a, such a cool it's movie. It's a great film, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Film. It is. It's a, that's a, that's a absolutely instant classic. But yeah. There's we we definitely have to do the our list that would be that would be fun. Yeah, the top ten uh, classic films. <laughs> It'd be fun. We can, you can do yours. I'll do mine. We can then we can compare. We'll see how many we got the same and how many we got different. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be a good one. You know, so. Oh yeah, absolutely. We could even we could even do our favorite uh, Friday the Thirteenth list. We could do those in order. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to catch up on a few of them. So, I mean, any anything after the first eight, I'm kind of like, eh. but the first eight, all the way up to Manhattan, I like those movies. They're fun, you know. Even even my co-host loves the fifth one the, with the fake Jason, the ambulance driver that's doing all the killing in it. It's not Jay. I mean, there's some gore that for a slasher movie. If you just watch it just as a slasher on Friday Thirteenth, it's that's a pretty good movie for what it is. I guess. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. The, uh, I mean, is it the third one? I mean, when he bends somebody in half, <laughs> just kind of like <laughs> yeah. standard gore. That like, is standard gore. That's what you pay for. It is. Absolutely, yeah. That's that's the stuff right there when you do that. Um, but yeah, come up with your list. We'll uh, reconvene and we'll do another one. We'll just do a whole fucking episode about horror shit. Okay, then. That'd be great, Vincent. Have a great week. You too, man. Dude, thank you for everything. I appreciate you. All right. It's a pleasure. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.